You're very welcome to This Adult Life, the podcast, where we talk about all things to do with adult life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm Mark Fennell, by the way, in case you're wondering, who is that voice? Uh, you're very welcome to the show, and it's always a pleasure, by the way, uh, rocking up here and for you guys tuning in. And thank you so much, by the way, to everyone who has shared the podcast online, social media, and otherwise, and tagging me. Um, I always love to hear, you know, or see who's listening and what part of the world you're in, or, or if there's anything that struck you, that struck a chord, it's always lovely to hear. So today, what are we talking about? Well, something that is uh, it's a short episode today it's not even 10 minutes but it is something that is going to stand to you for the rest of your life and it is a life lesson that when I grasped this I was like wow it is true and it's all about the power of a thought how our thinking not only controls how we feel but it controls what we do the decisions we make our character and ultimately it can actually control our future so our thinking is the bedrock or the foundation for all that we do and right now, the time of recording this particular podcast, the world is, has submerged from this lockdown that we've had. And some counties and countries and states are going back into lockdown and then released from lockdown. COVID free for a while and then not free. Numbers going up and second, third waves. and all. Anyway, that's where we're at right now in the world. And it is so hard to keep your head in the right place and keeping a, on a positive attitude of hope. And I'm not talking the fluffy positive. I'm talking about a, a genuine attitude of holding on to hope because it's really hard when you've been through such a trial for so long. It's, we're all kind of good the first few days, first few weeks, but when it comes to six, nine months in, that's when it gets a lot harder. And right now, this is when people are coming to the end of their tether because they're going, man, when will this pandemic ever come to an end? Well, today's episode is something that's gonna help you, regardless of how long this thing lasts, but it's gonna help you keep your head above water. And uh, I call this episode, How's Your Head? And today's podcast is actually from an interview I did uh, with Carol Dooley. And it's always a pleasure when I'm on radio and TV and I'm fortunate enough to get that position quite often. And I'm always so humbled and grateful for it because to play a little bit apart in sharing some you know whether it be wisdom or life lessons or whatever you want to call it but to help people is always the well it's the reason I do what I do so always a pleasure so this uh, podcast today is that interview and it's talking all about how the power of your thinking and uh, by the way there's other episodes I have on my podcast all about thinking if that's something that is uh, you'd like to find out more about but here is that interview and let's kick it off. Mark, delighted to have you back with us again, as always. Always look forward to our to our conversations. Absolutely. And uh, a very interesting one today, because today we're talking about the power of our thoughts. Basically. And yeah. sometimes I think that we all think that, well, they're just thoughts. Yeah. But actually, thoughts of energy, and they're a lot more powerful than often we give them credit for. Absolutely, because, you know, I suppose our brains are like a computer, but at the same time, we're not just a computer, you know. And and what it all comes down to a lot of the time and what frames our outlook and our lifestyle and where we're at in life, the job we do, the people we marry, you know, whatever the case may, may be, it all comes down to a thought. And shall I say, not just our thoughts, but also our thoughts that we think on, like, as a habit. Because sometimes you put someone in a situation, you put them in hot water, and they will react in a certain specific way. I'm going to use an example someone who was bullied in school if they perceive that bullying when they're you know in the workplace you know decades later they may react and it gives them almost like an instinctive reaction as if it was happening again like it was in school and sometimes those things can help us and serve us well but sometimes they may not serve us well for example if we've got an insecurity about ourselves and someone comments on how we look we could take that really the wrong way too hard and think that you know 
that you could develop a complex very quickly. So there's loads of different facets to this without trying to describe them all. But ultimately, how we view ourselves and how we go and live out our lives all comes back to how we think. First thing we think in the morning, the last thing we think at night, and how we think when we're reacting to things or even our outlook on things. But I wanted to give you kind of what I would call, I suppose, the anatomy of life, as it were. It sounds very dramatic. But really what it is, is a practical way we can view where we're at right now and, shall we say, deconstruct or or, or re-engineer how we think about certain subjects or thoughts. For example, if you say to someone now who's been through a recession, oh, we could have another recession, they may get a pit in their stomach and feel like, oh my goodness, I remember the last time because A, B, C, D. And their outlook might be very negative. You talk to someone who's never been in recession, oh, recession could come, they'll have a much more optimistic because they've not lived it and they think, oh, it'll be, I'm sure it'll be fine. You know, so our reactions and our actions, it all comes back to how we perceive things, but how we perceive things all come back to how we think about things. So on that note, where it all starts is, it all starts with a thought. Now, for example, someone who suffers with anxiety. Anxiety is one of the things I get, you know, messaged on Instagram most about. Anxiety all will come back to a thought. It may not have been a a conscious thought. It could even be subconscious. Something in the background triggered a thought of what if this? And it's always the what if. That thought then produces more thinking. And we start to kind of think and ruminate about these things. And this can happen with not just anxiety, but anything in life. We can just get this thing in our life or in our head or a belief in our head just based off a single thought. The thinking starts to happen. What happens then when you start producing the thinking, it affects how you feel. Now this can all be very quickly or it can be over time. It could be something, you know, rumbling in the background. You know, I remember talking with one woman and she was kind of, uh, she was going through kind of, uh, I suppose, a, a very low ebb, almost like depression. And she's like, I don't know where this came from. I just remember one day, you know, I was at home and I was like, you know, what am I doing with my life? Where am I going? Need a bit of direction. And a few weeks later, she was feeling terrible about life because it just kind of festered in the background. So our thought, a single thought can produce our thinking. Our thinking produces our feelings. Now, what happens with how we feel? That will frame how we make decisions because emotions, embrace them. They're very real. They're part of what we are. We can't turn them off and be robots. But emotions really do frame your decision making. If you're in a fearful state, you're not going to sign on the line and buy a house. You know, if you're, it's fearful about the economy. You know, if you're in a, uh, a state of high anxiety you're not possibly going to get up on stage and speak to someone so, so, so really your emotions can dictate the quality of your of your life Absolutely. of your reality yeah, basically and it's, and it's okay to, you know acknowledge the emotions but we have to kind of sometimes take ourselves if you're writing say an email to someone which isn't a very nice email say someone sends you a terrible message or something and you're going to respond by a text or something they say you know write it but sleep on it and don't send it till the next day because the emotions might be at an all time high so Absolutely. emotions clearly frame our decisions now what happens with our decisions our decisions ultimately becomes our actions and our actions eventually will define our habits because we get into that this is how we do it this is what we do and our habits will actually affect how our character or how we are defined by people. For example, you've got the person in work, they're under high pressure, they react in anger every time this happens and people get to know what is character, oh he's a fiery person if he's under pressure. So that's how it all goes back to a thought. So what we sometimes need to do in life is, well look, if we're not happy with an element of our life, say if it's coming up time and time again, someone's saying oh, about our character or maybe our emotions just need to be brought into check or, you know, decisions, we're not making the right decisions when, whatever the case, reverse engineer it and you'll always find it'll always work back to your thinking where it all started with a thought. Everything gets defined always back to then and you reverse engineer it and you try and rewire it. Now, this is not an overnight thing. It's like, oh, that's grand. I thought wrong. I'll just think different. It, it really does, you'll find though, will challenge your beliefs and your values because sometimes we can have a belief about ourselves like I remember in school the teacher said to me you know so you know oh you'll always have to try that little bit harder you know some people will get the A grade easy but for you you're gonna have to try that little bit harder to get the A grade that was back in primary
primary school but that carried, carried that I carried you. it all yeah. the way through yeah. and yeah. it wasn't until I challenged it about myself I said why do I believe that because a teacher said it so much comes back to a sense of self-awareness yeah. and to have that you kind of almost have to get out of your own way and Absolutely. say stop yeah. and ask yourself what is going on here why am I behaving like this why exactly. am I do- and why am I thinking this way because sometimes I think too often we think that we are prisoners of our thoughts so we have no control over our thoughts because there are thoughts and they come automatically but I don't believe that's true no the way our brains work is there's a lot will come from our the path of least resistance if we're used to thinking a certain way that will come to our forefront of our minds very quickly because that's just how we've always done it it becomes like I said a habit a habitual response the thing is about our thoughts they're so easily changed because you know, I could say to you don't think of the Eiffel Tower don't think of the Eiffel Tower and you're kind of going your brain is going Eiffel Tower Eiffel Tower don't think of it don't so it's very easy for you know people to suggest or things to come our way or read stuff in the newspaper that can affect ultimately our mood I remember talking to one guy and he was uh, wanting to buy a house him and his wife and he'd read in the newspaper that prices had decreased this is only recently that prices had dropped in Dublin and he said oh maybe it's not a good time to sell nor buy because if they're going to drop you'll get a better deal but what happened was a few days later he didn't really realise this but a few days later he has this really anxiety kind of simmering in his body and he's telling the wife I don't know if we should do this and she says well why I just don't know I'm not sure I just don't feel why and through the jigs and the reels through the conversation she broke it down for me I said well why are you thinking this all of a sudden well I did read an article on Monday maybe it's just been that has that been in the back of your mind I think it has and it really did play a, a whole how he felt for the whole week and anxiety and nearly was actually really affecting his decision making process so to bring it all back we sometimes have to get out of our own way like you mentioned and say hang on a minute just because I'm reacting this way is it the right reaction is it warranted is it correct is it accurate what would I tell my friend if they were reacting like this every time if I saw someone react like this to me would I say oh that's a fair and just reaction question ourselves not doubt ourselves but question ourselves like, well am I doing the best I can do am I feeling as you know as good as one can feel about this decision get out of our own way and don't just accept like you said already but don't just accept your thinking you can change your thoughts I think because we just get busy in life and different things and we just kind of go oh this is how it is but maybe it isn't maybe you know life could be a little bit better maybe you could change your reaction but as I say it all starts with a thought and it's it's good to kind of work your way back through and say well where am I going wrong when this particular incident happens is it my character is it to do with my habits is it to do with my actions my decisions my feelings my thinking or my thought like work it all the way back to your thinking it's just like the smoker trying to give up smoking you know I've got this habit and why have you got this habit well I have this habit because because um, when I'm under pressure, I make the decision to have a cigarette. What kind of pressure? Oh, I'm feeling anxious. I'll have a cigarette. And why are you feeling anxious? Oh, because I've been thinking this. And why are you thinking that? You'll work it all the way back to a thought. And their response is based off thinking that happens over here. It feels like they're disconnected, but they're actually all one and the same thing. And I think there's so much truth in just take a deep breath. Yeah. And then say to yourself, now really, what's going on here? It's like this. There's a, there's a thing we use. It's called an ant. And it's an automatic negative thought. And sometimes we can jump straight to that if we get someone respond, you know, treating us in a certain way or whatever else. It's automatic. It's almost, that's how I always react. But it's good to take a step back. Like you say, good advice. Take a breath and kind of go, hang on a minute. Is it as bad as I think it is? Or should it, is it right for me to react in this manner? And when you start to do that or see it from as if you're standing outside yourself, looking at yourself, you'll start to identify where we can be better. I always remember this thing a doctor told me. It wasn't true in medical reasons. We were just were in a 
conversation and he, and, and he was told this by his mother whenever we point the finger there's always three fingers pointing back at us so before we point the finger <laughs> question ourselves <laughs> I really like that yeah I really really like that Mark is always such a pleasure really enjoyed the conversation with you actually very wise uh, Mark Fennell markfennell.ie if you want to find out all the other the great coaching and all the other work that Mark does and of course on uh, social media Instagram Mark thanks for that look forward to having you back next month thank you as always so thank you so much for tuning into this out of life that was the interview with Carl Dooley always a pleasure and I've got lots of other podcasts on thinking and thoughts and stuff like that so if there's something you want to find out about go and have a look at previous episodes also the website that's where it's all at in written form podcast form or whatever video form it's all at the website markfennel.ie but please do share the podcast it might just help somebody and do tag me you let me know I, I love when people share screenshots on their stories or when they're listening to the podcast and if it ever strikes you or something in a podcast that means a lot to you let me know what it was you can dm me but let me know if there's something in a podcast that struck a nerve with you that helped you i'd always love to hear that feedback uh, on that bombshell if you want to uh, leave us a five-star review of course i would be ever so grateful but other than that mind yourself look after yourself mind your head and i will see you in the next episode of this out of life the podcast